You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Morning, Bill. That intro never gets old for me. I feel like maybe my ADD kicks in and I'm like, (laughs) I start air guitaring every single time. Every time. Every Every time. Single time. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I hope you guys are doing good. Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of st- stuff, knownlegacy.org yep. for all the updates and what we're doing next in the future. Kyle, how are you doing, Kyle? Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Let's see your beautiful face. There it there is. Oh, there wow. it is. It's so good to see you. We didn't even talk to you in the last podcast. We just said you don't even exist. That's okay. I'm good Shame on us. I like being in the shadows. In the shadows. <laughs> Oh man, Travis, so summertime. Doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well. Good. We're gonna go well. June was a crazy busy month. Oh, July is nuts. here. I got family vacation kicking in next week. Where Amen. you guys going? And so, Where you guys going? Uh, just a little lake here in Texas. I don't nice. even know the name of the lake. I just. I, you know, I basically just say address Tara, and she tells me where to go, and I go. Yes, you ma'am. Know? That's it. Yes, so, ma'am. But it's with family that I get along with well and everything else. Nice. So we're doing well. We're doing well. Nice. How about you, Bill? I'm good. I'm good. Just kind of actually going to take a trip next week with Gabe. It's a little father-son trip. Oh, nice. Get away for a little bit. That'll be good. Uh, and just, just take it easy because he leaves for college in like five weeks. And yeah. I'm not prepared mentally for that. No, event. you won't be. There's no way you can. Just Embrace it, man. It is a train wreck that's uh, that's slowly moving down the tracks. It's you know. Happen. I'm waiting for the car ride home whenever when the first sniffle happens from one of us, like, and then just the tears. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where the the lump in your throat doesn't go away for about a week. It just it's intense. But then you have the first conversation with him on the phone, and then you realize that he's doing well, and then the pride of a dad just takes over, and it is the best feeling in the entire world to see your kid actually succeed at what they're doing right yes. kyle correct and then the second year you just get their car packed and say bye they and they're see gone. you later and then they're gone <laughs> and you're like are they leave already did they leave already? are they already yeah, gone yeah. and then you have your second third kid and you're like oh college is coming up okay whatever you, i'll just you, go home and watch movies and cry, yeah, pretty you know much what I'm saying, so. pretty much so anyways so it's summertime and yes. uh, the question for the day uh to get us off and running is what is your favorite summertime blockbuster type movie Oh, blockbuster. Kyle, you go first. You go first, Kyle. Oh. I got to think about this. Well, you said blockbuster. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe obscure. Avant-garde art film. My How about that? My favorite summertime movie is Stand By Me. Stand By Me? Yeah. Stand By Me. I haven't seen that one in probably a I mean, decade and a half. I cry every time, time at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's just a great movie. It is a good movie. A classic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of a of a good... Because now I got like classic movies, adventures. I, I mean, know. The one that always comes to mind is like Braveheart or 300, but that's not fair because I've used that in other questions before. So let me think about it a little more. <laughs> and what I asked you? the question, I would expect me to have an answer, and, and all that's coming to mind is Top Gun. And I think it's, it's because last movie. year was such a great Like I went in there, not high expectations. Everyone said it was great, and I just left going, oh, America. I just yeah. felt so good it's again. It's free on Amazon right now. Is it really? Yeah. I'll have to watch it you again. Know, you know, so there is a movie that I'll consistently watch throughout this. It's not really a movie, but it's a series. All throughout the summer is the Band of Brothers series. It's a great series. Great series. Great. So, Chris, we never asked you, uh, my brother's here again. We never asked you what your 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 movie of choice is. What's your movie of choice? Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes, great movie, Bill and Ted's. Is I it, like wait, your brother more than you. The first one, <laughs> if I, that's very true. That's not hard, okay? It's not hard. Um, very true. And like, like the first one or the second one? 
The first the one. The first one. Uh, yeah. Second one was like, oh. I know. That franchise is done. Rufus. <laughs> oh, no, the third one, the franchise was done. Did you <laughs> yes. see that one? No. No, that I was, didn't. Oh, don't don't see I it. I don't want to ruin it. That was like, oh, Keanu Reeves is in movies. Let's just play another one yeah. with him in it. So, But our guest today might have a movie. I don't know if he does have a movie, but let's introduce our guest while we're talking about movies. Our guest today is Pastor Duke Herget. I will always say Pastor Duke because he was my pastor. And so we're so glad to have him here. Good to be back. Do, do you have a, a favorite movie you like to watch? Dude, you guys live in a totally different world, man. <laughs> I haven't watched movies since Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There you go. That is <laughs> quite a movie. One and two. I did go to see the uh, Jesus Revolution thing. I cried five times. And I was yes. the hippie who went to the, ch- went to the conservative church, man. It was it was a great movie. So I don't that know I can vouch for. Time, but... Uh, I see about two movies uh, every decade, and so th- I guess that's my movie for for all uh, all topics. That's why he's a much better man than we he's are. He's a way better man than <laughs> us. That's why we have you on today. Because <laughs> he just doesn't go to Hollywood, nothing. We're still so. crawling in the mud. What's your favorite movie? He's like, I'm changing yeah, the world. My, my, ask me my favorite MMA fighters. That I can, I can vouch okay, for. Okay, let's have that conversation. Who's your favorite <laughs> MMA fighter? Well, by, by ability, John Jones, not by character. It's hard to find good character in yes. uh, Anyway, that's, I, actually, I do watch too much of that, so <laughs> I'm guilty on almost all counts. But, <laughs> I don't watch Hollywood movies, movies, but guys pummeling each other almost to the point of death, I'm, in. I'm all in. I'm in. I'm More in. blood, blood sport. More Let's go. Exactly. Terrible. I hate fake blood, you know? <laughs> so you got to go with the real stuff. Exactly. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's awesome. Well, we're so glad to have you on today. I was super excited because... I know you've just started it, literally, like this week, just started a completely new chapter. Um, to give you a little bit, little little background, uh, Pastor Duke was my pastor in New York. He's the ministry that I came to know Jesus through. Um, uh, Al Tolson, one of the guys in his church, led my father to the Lord. And then from there, uh, you know, my father came home and led me to the Lord. So it's because of Pastor Duke's impact in the world as to why I truly understood the love of Jesus. And, side note, he helped me understand the balance of church and Jesus and walking with the Lord because he he always made it simple for me. He always kept the main thing the main thing, and that's why I wanted to have him on. And his journey is now starting fresh because I think after 44 years, if I'm correct, is that right, 44 45. years? 45. 45 years. And I'll let him share that story. He has uh, he, He's moved from a new chapter of, of being a senior pastor, church planner, um, all-out amazing individual to now moving from that to being a traveling speaker, but also to a new, a new state. Uh, so why don't you share a little bit about your story really quick for our listeners. Well, coming to you live from upstate South Carolina. <laughs> I, never, <laughs> I never dreamed I'd be in South Carolina. I've got to learn to talk all over again now. I was just getting down the New York thing after 44 years, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> now i, I got to start out all over again. But you know, the, the thing that's important in life is just being in the will of God. It, it doesn't matter where uh, I think the safest place to be is in the will of God, the smartest place. Not always the easiest place, but the best place. So we just thought we'd live out our days in New York. But uh, a number of things just made it clear it was time to go. Uh, winter of uh 2021 we were able to go to florida to become snowbirds lived in sarasota florida for three months and while we were away uh, we were just completely immersed into another world all the yankees are down south and uh 
trying to make new relationships. A lot of people who were unchurched uh, in the north uh, kind of go to the south in the wintertime and they don't know anybody and uh, somebody invites them to church and they go down there and get saved. So That's anyway, awesome. We, that's so uh, cool. That's what happened to my mother. Well, we were already saved when we went down, but I thought of freedom. When I'm in New York, I'm Pastor Duke, who I used to be, and, you know, pastoral care. I'm not preaching. Uh, you know, in my church, I was just Pastor Emeritus uh, attending the church I planted, uh, you know, three or four times a year when I was not on the road. But still, I was local, and Pastor Duke do my uh, do the funerals, which I, I love to do. Pastor yeah. Duke do the weddings, do the hospital visits. Man, I can't say no to people. I love them. They're my sheep. Yeah. But I was in Florida, away from all of the responsibility of continued pastoral care, even though I wasn't their pastor. And I was able to focus uh, my mind on the Word of God uh, in a deeper way. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I don't have the energy I had as a young man, but I hopefully I have more wisdom. And so uh, my podcasting is my focus now. Uh, I'm up to between five and 7,000 listens a week on, on my PastorDuke.Podbean.com uh, uh, wow. or PastorDuke.com, my, my uh, podcast. I, I never dreamed of that. 7,000 people. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pothead from a, a little village in, in Ohio, and uh, grace was greater than all my sin. And so I need to be able to focus, and I'm really not able to focus in uh, New York the way I need to. Mm. Um, and uh, just starting a new life is pretty exciting because we kind of know how to make friends. We show ourselves friendly and show up and yeah. talk to people. And next thing you know, we have a lot of friends in that part of the world. So uh, the Lord made it clear I, I need to be away from New York. And uh, my son, we thought we'd move to Florida, but my son moved to South Carolina to get away from uh, uh, tyranny, uh, government tyranny in New York. Uh, 73 vaccines for our grandkids, no thanks. Uh, so they moved, and we thought, well, instead of going to Florida, we'll go to South Carolina. And uh, we've been here uh, five days. <laughs> five days. The siren call of family is yeah. uh, is 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 hard to pass up for sure. Freedom and family, yes. I think, is what the deal yes. is. So, well, good. Okay, so so um, and, you know, and for those who know, just like I said, he just uh, stepped away from that that ministry. What's what's going through your 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 heart and mind? I mean, even with, as you as you think about stepping away. Um, what well, you know, I guess my heart goes into like the transition, the change, um, kind of those those kind of moments when you're like, man, this is all new. Um, uh, what would you share with somebody? Because I think there's a lot of people that are on the on the edge of wanting to make a jump, to make a change, to make something right. change. What would you share with them as you kind of go through your emotions and thoughts uh, to encourage them in that? Well, God spoke of Himself as the Great I Am not the great I was. Um, I, I know I'm going to sound like George Carlin now, but has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's now. It's always been now. It's, all, it's always going to be now. It's never been anything but now. God isn't the God who was. He's the God who is. Mm. And he doesn't want us to live in the past. I, I love the past. It was awesome. He was there. He is here. He's everywhere. Um, and so I celebrate what he did in the past. Uh, but I'm not tied down to it. I'm not trying to, you know, go back and live in the 80s when, you know, we were building a church, uh, carving it out of the rocks. And, of course, it's the Lord that builds the church. But he does yeah. it through people. We got to watch him build an amazing church that planted uh, seven other churches in the region. And it was like, you know, people getting saved and baptized and 
young men like yourself, uh, Bill, are, are called to preach and go off to Bible college. Man, that's the ultimate, man. And so uh, I celebrate that, but I don't live there. I live right now. Mm. He said, out of now, I want to be relevant now. I want to point people to Jesus now. Uh, and I have a platform now that I, I didn't used to have. Mm. I want to use it for the glory of God. And uh, my, my greatest thing to commit to God's kingdom now is not just running down to Albany Med and holding hands with somebody and praying for them at six o'clock in the morning before their surgery, which I've done a thousand times, loved every minute of it. But mm -hmm. now it's the knowledge that I've gained that's most important to advance the kingdom. So uh, I'm just going to do what he wants me to do now. And uh, and we're making new friends and, and we're sharing the gospel here everywhere we go. So, yeah, I, 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 it's, it's kind of surreal. Never saw it coming, but... It's upon us, and Joanne loves adventure. That's that's my first wife, <laughs> Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> Billy and I married up a bit, amen, Bill. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why this not? whole table, I'm pretty certain at this point, Kyle, uh, 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 Travis definitely married out of his league. I don't yeah, know if you, absolutely. But it's it. Well, yeah, no. I, I, can we can all prove that beautiful women. We'll marry ugly men if we get close enough to Jesus. Amen. That's the plan. <laughs> Kyle, is that another amen over there? Amen. There it is, buddy. Okay. That's good preaching. That is that'll that'll preach right there. So, but yeah, I you know I just I I think about the journey. I think about you know, uh, what is some from from the truth of God's word? What is some wisdom that you would share with a guy who's walking through a journey that's like he doesn't know what the next step is, and and it's kind of in that time where it's not the beginning of his life. That's the thing. I think there's a lot of men who we just talked about it in our last podcast, they're bored. There's no adventure. They're seeking out the wrong things, but they want to do something big for God. What is some wisdom you would share with them? Because you got these guys who are 45, 50 that are feeling like God is trying to do something with them, but they're just afraid. And what's some wisdom that you would share with them? Well, I, I love the word that you just used, adventure. But I think the mistake that we make is thinking that the adventure is in the things that we're doing and where we're doing it at mm. and maybe even who we're doing it with i, I think that's an error the okay. adventure the adventure is jesus we are complete in him in mm. him dwells all the fullness of of knowledge and it's just going deeper with him and i know it kind of sounds you know kind of maybe maybe it sounds goofy but i'm telling you as we get to know him and explore him and he puts us in situations over our head and we don't know what to do and then he shows up and we know it's him i call them smooches where you just you're just having that moment and a lot of times it's 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 in difficult times it's uh moments that we're not comfortable with but because we've committed to him and we're trying to do the right thing we find ourselves in these difficult moments and uh maybe and, and then as we're seeking him in our desperation, he shows up and uh, he's the ultimate. That So the ultimate is in him and not in where he has us uh, and exactly what we're doing. Uh, it was it was phenomenal to stand in the same pulpit every week and, and have 700 people show up to hear me preach. That, that, that was crazy fun. But it's crazy fun to sit in a room all by myself in front of a camera or in front of a microphone and, and just... Be excited about the word of God, and then, then mm. find out at the end of the week, seven thousand people heard. It's like, whoa! That's I'd rather cool. see them face to face. But yeah. knowing that we're making a difference, and it isn't making the difference maybe in the seven thousand who listen or the seven hundred who come. Maybe it's making a difference in those seven children that were in junior church where I spoke last week. Uh, you know, it's just being 
empty of self, full of him, wherever he wants you to be, uh, celebrating him, knowing he's coming, knowing that he's already come and paid the penalty for our sin and just be uh, overwhelmed with him and his glory uh, and what he's done, what he's going to do. And then, man, the rest takes care of itself. And we just had, even in this move, which we, the Lord tipped us off almost three years ago that we're going to be moving. But then how he did it was just, just exciting. You know, he, he, he doesn't part the water until your feet are, you know, in, yeah. in the water and the Egyptian army's, drink, uh, you know, breathing down your back. And he did that for us, uh, getting us uh, into this house here in South Carolina. The very last second, uh, we we're going to be homeless. Our house is on the chopping block in New York. And, you know, homelessness isn't so bad for us guys. You know, cardboard box, sleeping bag, and a bag of Doritos. We're cool, man. But, Cheetos. Uh, okay, yeah, we, there is some. But, uh, There's some know, theological differences like, between <laughs> us and you. I'm, I'm more of a Dorito guy, too. So. Yeah. yeah, my wife kind of wanted to know where she might be spending the night from time to time. And, right, uh, right, right. I, we did not know. And, and uh, the last night, my last Sunday in our church in uh, Florida, I had a visitation from God, and I, I'm not too big on all that stuff. I had about three or four in my whole life mm-hmm. where he came up and almost spoke audibly. And mm. he said, dude, stop worrying. I love your wife more than you do. Mm-hmm. She's worked hard. I know what she wants. I created her, her little artistic flair. And all I cared about, she's beautiful, you know, <laughs> and, and all her gifts and all that stuff. And it was 16 months of frustration trying to find a house. We wanted to be near uh, our best friends here, the DeNovos, near our kids, in our price range. It was like a needle in a haystack. And the Lord visited me and said, I got this. I, 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 I'm your realtor. Stop worrying. And I, on the way out of church that day i told you i started crying i was really moved on the way out i told her i said god visited he's going to show up it's going to happen it's the last minute it's going to happen she she didn't quite have the faith in that moment that i did but it was a it was a touch from god it was a smooch and then our last night in florida which was four days later she came to me and said uh duke look at this house on zillow sight unseen the perfect house the perfect joellen look the perfect location in our uh ours our our price zone and i just had that 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 moment in time man i'll tell you what i don't care how big the crowd is where i'm preaching i i i I just want to know the lord is with me and i know he is because he says so but i don't always feel it yeah we felt it we made a an offer the next day and we and they accepted it we bought a house sight unseen i'll tell you the moment we walked into the house, which we sort of already owned under contract, it was better than we ever guessed. And to see the look on my wife's face when she walked into this house that Jesus gave her uh, and how he did it. And then the miracle providing the money. We had the money, but it was all wrapped up in assets and cashing them in. Yeah. We needed a miracle. And guess what we got? A miracle at the last minute. So I love living life on the edge, the adventure, and being where you just need God. If he doesn't show up, we're dead meat. But you know what? So far, so far, he's always showed up. And, and I don't think he's going to blow his perfect record in any of us on the podcast or any anybody listening to the podcast. Man. What I, I think what I Jesus lo- is on the throne. Yeah, and what I love about that is is you're right. We, we often think the adventure is over there or someplace else. 
And uh, man, God's word is clear. Uh, thy word is a, uh, is a lamp unto my feet. It is enough for the next step. And yeah. uh, we don't know what the next step is always, but he does. And he's like, you want the adventure? You want the adventure? Trust my word in the next step. Amen. And that's they, adventure enough for us. I'd like to take hold of that, the next step. Jesus is the light of the world. He lives in us. He makes us lights. And, and that light is, you know, we're, we're thinking 500 uh, watts. Well, no, these are like lamps. I give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning, burning, burning. Right. That you can see about maybe six or eight feet with those lamps. And yeah. if you walk in the six or eight feet that he gives you, you can see six or eight feet further. So it's a faith walk. You know, we get the idea, well, show me something exciting that, that you want me to do, God. If it's really cool, I'll do it. That is not how it works. No. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Just be satisfied, be praising him, enter into his courts with thanksgiving, with praise, and, and be sold out to him. And wherever he leads us is fine. And I think you'll find that, that the adventure will continue. So, Bill, what do you think about what he's saying? I think that <laughs> this podcast was for me. So I don't, I'm just like, literally, this is like, just literally, I should say, this one's for Bill. Duke, Duke he's almost crying over there, oh by the way. Oh, my gosh. Right I, now. I, you're still, I just need you to know you're still my pastor forever. Like, I don't really have any other pastors. Like, he's the only one I would always call that. You know, I love it because that's, that's it. I think there's so many moments where you get, and I think these are one of these moments where you just kind of like re-clarify. And then you get on that, on, you're, 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 you're on the journey, and then you're like, you're waiting for the flashlight to go up, like the million candle watt power. Right. And you're like, I just need to take the next step. And, and I think I love what, something else you said is, is something that I think we found true is God always shows up at like 1.30. And we're expecting 11.59. Right. And so it's like one thirty or 3 o'clock in the morning, and we're like, where are you? Because at 11.59, who gets the credit? We get the credit. Exactly. And he's like, I want to do this in such a way that only I can get the credit. And that's what you see with, yeah. with your wife, Duke, and that's what you see with you. It's like God saying, last second, I'm going to work a miracle so I get the credit. And, and that's what he wants. And he's so faithful. I think that's it, guys. If you're listening to this today, God is so faithful. I needed to hear this. I know you probably need, need to hear this, too, that... God is faithful, and he will see it through. Um, he will not fail us. He will not leave us or forsake us. He can't, or he's a liar. Right. And he's not a liar. And if he was a liar, I don't think Duke, Duke would have, because uh, you, you've been a testimony for people. You know, one thing I want to touch on today is that I remember when your, your last recorded time when you spoke at, at your church in New York, um, which is called Newtown Church now, right? Church, church at Newtown Road. And so, yeah, you're, you're yeah. Um, but but I think was I heard the words uh, forty at that time forty four years of ministry and zero scandals, and the thing that breaks my heart is is I was a big Ravi Zacharias fan for a long time, and then I heard what's going on with him, and, yeah, and then Bill Hybels and all these different names, and but but you sir are well respected, and and how did you do it? What I know it's not a secret, but how did you do it with no scandals? Because I think men of God who are in the church need to hear this because you are an example. You're a giant among men to say no scandals. How did you do it? Well, Paul said by the great, I am what I am by the grace of God, but by the grace of God, there go I, uh, knowing that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Mm. Um you know, just knowing that I, I am capable of, you know, uh, ultimate stupidity. You know, I, 
Uh, just no confidence in self, I think, is a great place to start. That's good. Uh, I, I remember the, uh, the, you know, my past coming out of darkness. I've tasted of sin deeply, and no, it, it, it sucks. Excuse me. No, it's, um, it's a good word. But it, 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 that is a good word for sin. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that it, it, it you know it, it, the lust of the flesh lust of the eyes pride of life I know where mm. it's, it, what it does to people I'm in the battle every day I think if we become a little something in our own minds a little bit too much we mm. fail I, I've seen this uh, when I was a, a young man uh, in Bible college I, there were you know they wanted us to be blessed by some of the great men of it seemingly the great men of God. And they were paraded before us, had big ministries, and they were very gifted men and very much motivated me, inspired me. But boy, a lot, most of them didn't finish well. Right. Praise God. Praise God. Jerry Falwell did finish well. Billy yes. Graham did finish well. There's been, yep. there's been a lot of men that did finish well. Yeah. So, uh, so, but it seems like men don't do too well with success. We really, <laughs> we want it so bad. And then we get it, and we come up so empty. And that's in the secular world, even in the spirit world. Yeah. It turned out to be a lot of the guys that you know were prayed in front of me. Jack Hiles, adulterer, uh, uh, who was the guy with the family, Bill Gothard, all that. Yeah. Uh, pedophile, uh, Jack Hiles' son, pedophile. Uh, just, just heartbreaking. You know, Hillsong, you know, debauchery and women mm -hmm. and money and. So, it, it, if we recognize the things, the wonderful things that God has allowed us to see and do, and know it was Him, and not us, yeah, uh, be thankful to that. And He gives grace to the humble. But as mo the moment we lose that humility, we lose that grace. We're operating in the flesh, and a lot of men with great gift. They're seen of a lot of men. They have a lot of following. They love the, the praise of men more than the praise of God. Mm -hmm. The spirit of Diotrephes comes in, you, uh, uh, loving to have the preeminence. And in this world with media-driven things, you, you men can become pretty big uh, and not really have a close walk with the Lord. So, mm. uh, I, I, no, haven't haven't finished yet, but uh, I, I like where I'm at now. And, you know, I've got a little ways to go to finish up this journey. Mm. So, uh, I, boy, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that. Just try to... Walk close to Jesus every day, and if you walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of flesh. Well, that's good. Line. Well, that's and, good. I, and I think the word that you referenced toward the end that I think is absolutely huge is humility. And um, often when you uh, get success, again, you begin to rely on yourself and what's worked in the past. You yeah. forget that the most important thing that brought you success was that intimate relationship with God. And you yep. begin to think of yourself a little bit bigger than you are, and yeah. you forget the plank in your own eye. And it's the story that the Israelites had throughout the Old Testament, where when they were desperate, they were intimate with God. And when they had success, they were intimate with themselves and each other. Mm. And they forgot that humility of, like, this. none of this happens without God. None yeah. of this happens yeah, without yeah, yeah. him and his providence within our hearts and within our lives. And I, I think humility is huge. Huge. You know, you know, I love it because I think so and, and I'm not against accountability groups, but sometimes they turn into sin management groups. And I think what it is is the authenticity. 
that, it, that, that if we can't be authentic with, with another guy and be like, hey, I'm hurting, or for them to know enough to go, hey, you're not in a good place right now. Right. And I think most guys don't have that. And I think we need to step up and be that guy for somebody before someone is that for us. We, we have guys that are cheerleaders. We don't have guys that are coaches. Yeah. Guys that are cheerleaders that are like, yeah, you keep doing it. You keep doing whatever, you know, and, and excited and, and, and will ride the coattails yeah. of success rather than the coach is like, yeah, you're still – short here yeah you're still not all that in a bag of chips yeah, yeah you know like you're still an idiot but yeah I'm, yeah but i see yeah no i think it's great pastor duke i love that because i think that's exactly what we need is we have just we're seeing these men who are defining success by how much they get and how many people they 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 have and followers but we're not seeing and that's why i wanted to bring you back on because success is where you are you you know you came from a a, a broken legacy to grandchildren is it eight eight grandchildren because one's in heaven is that the deal yeah, eight here, one in heaven, and with, by the grace of God and glory to glory to Jesus, uh, my oldest granddaughter is entering into her second year of Bible college at Highlands Bible College wow. uh, in, near Alabama, in Birmingham, Alabama. She is on fire, gifted, young, beautiful young woman. And uh, my my grandson uh, just graduated high school, Boston Spa High School in uh, upstate New York, and he has a one-year, he's playing uh, leading worship in a big uh, camp in Western Massachusetts for the summer, then coming back to a one-year internship at his home church, uh, awesome. being prepared for worship uh, leadership, very gifted musician, never yeah, broken awesome. his parents' trust. Uh, he's kind of got a warped sense of humor, which has always served Bill. I don't know where he got that well, from. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, but, but he's he's a great kid, and, he's, and then he'll be going off to Highlands, so he's has a gap year actually doing ministry while he's going to head off to prepare for ministry. So he'll, when he is, when he's in Bible college, he'll already have a year of ministry application under his belt. So no greater joy does a papa have to see his grandkids, uh, you know, standing up for Jesus and being <sighs> bright and shining lights in our generation. So mm. if you hear me complaining, I'm lying. I love it. I love it, man. It's been so good having you on here and hearing some truth and, uh, I love it. And so I know we, we want to just keep having you roll through as we do these, because I think the wisdom that you have is is far who you far above who you are. It's got to be from Jesus because I know you personally. And so it's got to be <laughs> I had to get a dive in there somewhere, guys. But no, um, we are so blessed to have you on and love it. And you know, before we go into our next segment, do you have any last words, any last comments you want to share with these guys that are listening? Well, just the ultimate in life is just learning to celebrate the little things. Mm. Um, I learned a lot of that during COVID. A lot of things can be taken away from you. You learn to appreciate what you have. A uh, nice cup of coffee in the morning and just think where that coffee grew <laughs> and yeah. who picked it in the, in the process. And then, you know, having you know, I have this beautiful woman as my wife. I get to give her a kiss in the morning and uh, enjoy her for another day and do life together and now we go to the grocery store together it's awesome <laughs> and uh goals goals just enjoy yeah. uh, just get in the word in the morning let the lord uh, speak to you and and uh just be just, uh, learning to take your worship deeper mm. and enjoy mm. the lord his creation his his calling in your life and if you're enjoying the little things, the big things will find you. If you go after the big things, you miss the little things, you miss it all. So, mm, wow, I, I think that's how it's worked. Line oh, upon line, it. precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. 
Yeah, well, and I, I would encourage the guys if, if I would add your podcast to the listening. Uh, yes, to the listening queue for sure. Because we'll put a link to his podcast in our podcast, so it. we'll make sure we have that ready for you. Because oh shucks, this has been a blessing. <laughs> I mean, because I think you need more listeners. I don't think seven thousand is enough. So um, we'll help bring some more in. Seven thousand and twenty. Seven thousand. <laughs> <you go>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, this has been a huge blessing. And you know, I, as we do these, we have a little segment that we call Fast Five. <laughs> And so I don't know if you had those fast five on your list, but I would love to. Are you are, are you ready for them? Uh, yeah, I, I forgot what they were, but I thought about them when you sent them to okay, me. Okay, so good. That's all. That, that's why they're fast five. Okay. What's the most interesting place you've, you've been? Egypt. Egypt? Whereabouts in Egypt? The pyramids, of course. The, ah. The, uh, the, the, was it the Valley of the Kings uh, where Moses was? <laughs> yeah, that, that was just crazy. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Oh, that's awesome. If you could have one haircut for the rest of your life, what would it be? No haircut. <laughs> Just wear Dude, a hat. I'm a hippie. That's Let true. that hair grow long, man. Retirement's going to treat you well. That is it. Almost def- cut my hair. <laughs> Happened just the other day. It's getting kind of long. <laughs> Might be too young to know where that came from. I, do, I, am, nice. I am too young. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I love it. That. I love it. All right, a uh, favorite thing to do with your family? Time together, t- chit-chatting, talking, drinking uh, drinking coffee, eating pastries. <laughs> fika, fika. Fika. In Sweden, Swedish. in Sweden's fika, right? Is that it? Fika yeah, is true. the term of when you basically sit down, you have coffee and pastries and you eat. And so we're big fika people. Yes, you didn't we even are. know it. We so are. We're big people. Ooh. Just That's all Lassie. you need to know. We're, we're larger people than we should be. Yes, we are. We're very big fika people. So... We didn't even know it, so that's how that's how international we are. So, yeah. all right, uh, favorite childhood memory? Camping with my uncle Bill, catching fish, cleaning them, eating them, having him tell us scary stories. Uncle Bill and camping. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's so cool. Okay, one thing on your bucket list you want to accomplish before you die? Finish well. Mm. That's awesome. That's an own legacy. That's it right there. Well, guys, um, if you have a chance, check out Pastor Duke's podcast. We will put the link in the bottom, but you can look up Pastor Duke. Uh, pod is it like Podbean. Is that what it is? It's Pastor, on Podbean. Uh, just got my webpage. It's a static webpage. PastorDuke.com. Hit podcast. It'll take you right there. Or PastorDuke.com. PastorDuke.podbean.com will take you direct. Okay. Got it. So PastorDuke.com is probably a simple way to get in there and connect and Connect with him. Um, I know that he's always open to speak and share at different events. So if you want to, if you want to book him as well, you can go to pastorduke.com and you you can book him for a speaking event as well. It has been a blessing having you on today. Thank you so much, uh, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, hey, you can check us out on uh, Instagram and Facebook and all those places. Known Legacy Ministries. If you have any questions or comments, info at knownlegacy.org. And you can check out the book too. I never mentioned that in the yeah, last one, yeah, but yeah. Uh, more than you book. Dot com. You can check that out. Audio We're, version is out as well. Yes, it is. So you get to listen to this voice. Yes. Chapter two. So <laughs> you get to listen to this voice all the time. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Share it. Like it if, you, if you're on YouTube. And we are so grateful to have you guys be a part of our community. God bless you guys. God bless. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.